0: The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Glenn Speck. The Blaze Radio Network. We just talked about steel and we were not wearing a hard hat. I don't know if you've seen all of the people on location, all of the reporters that are talking about steel. They're all wearing hard hats <laughs> now. true. And... Damn I will it. say I did roll my sleeves up for that last
1: segment you? if you weren't
0: watching on television. Yeah. yeah. I'm wearing
1: a denim shirt
0: today. Oh, okay. I could have had a hard hat. I could have looked like a man. Today. We were pretty hard
1: workers here. Lots of calluses yeah. on our hands.
0: Um, uh, this is Natasha, difficult work. I need at least two hard hats uh, in the studio at all times in case we need to talk about trade, tariffs, or steel. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Okay, good. All right. Pat, you're not wearing your your hard work. I just want to mention, though, that
1: I've got permanent calluses on a couple of my fingers, and I have no idea why. I've never done an ounce of hard work in
0: my life. (laughs) I don't know where they came from. (laughs) You You actually have permanent calluses? I do, yeah. Do you really? I've I've known you for 40 years. Yeah. The only hard work you've ever done is like... I pushed a few buttons when car doors were heavy and you had to open them. Right, yeah. right. <laughs>
1: if the butler didn't do it first, yeah. right? The butler, yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: I don't. Have, my hands are baby soft. I've never. I know. Done that. I. I, it's, I don't know why I have them. I. I go out. I do. You know kind of really out of them actually. What's really funny is you go out to you go out to farmer or something. You do something, and you don't have to do it, mm-hmm. and you love it. And you're like, this is great. You know, hard work, (laughs) man, it just really makes you feel good. And you just it just it just means something. But if you actually have to do it, it's awful. Yes. Mm -hmm. The minute the minute Mm -hmm. I would have to farm my land, I love I love being the farmer that I am because I'm only up and I'll plow the fields and I'll, you know, I'll cut the hay and everything else. But I don't have to. And the minute I say, eh, I'm done, I just turn the tractor off, walk away, go, I'm done for the day. <laughs> That's the way hard work is fun.
1: Well, I think people uh, that listen to this show recognize that I'm the real American here. Yeah. You know, you guys both yeah. started in radio very young. Yeah. Uh, now, I had, uh, I, I've had I had difficult uh, manufacturing-type jobs. Uh, I, I Have you? I was an assistant spot welder for a summer. Assistant spot welder? Oh, yeah. yeah. Assistant really? spot Really? Which basically wow. meant, it, like, if you think you're, like, a spot welder, right, mm-hmm. and there's a big sheet of metal, mm-hmm. and it's sitting up on a table, mm-hmm. and then, uh, but they need to kind of move it, and what I would do is I would get under the table... Mm-hmm. <laughs> And they would do the they would do the spot weld above my head, and then sparks would fall on me. Uh, right. That was basically the job.
0: Did you have to have a hard hat?
1: I I did. I actually oh wore my hard gosh, hat. My you had a job with yeah, a hard hat. But I mean, I, it, it
0: sucked. <laughs> I hated it. It was a hundred degrees, and there were sparks mm-hmm. in my face all but the wait, time. But wait, if you were doing that because you were going to make a metal table yourself, right? You'd be out there and be oh, like, this yeah. is the greatest. <laughs> That's what people are like, oh, I
1: want to restore old cars. Yeah, unless you have to restore old cars <laughs> yeah, every day. Yeah. You want to restore old cars. When
0: we actually had no money to buy cars and they were breaking down all the time, <laughs> we didn't want to restore it. <laughs> we wanted a new one. Right. <laughs> <laughs> do, you the, do you remember the days when when you could just reach behind the instrument panel and you could unplug the check engine light? <laughs> Oh yeah, and, and you would do that because <laughs> I'm not fixing it, and I'm tired of looking at it, so I just unplugged the damn thing. That's the best solution. Yeah. Now that now the check engine light comes on, and you're like, "Oh crap." Yeah. Well, now you can't even have access to the battery anymore. No. It's all covered. At least on my car, yeah, it is. It is all, all, of, all it. of it. I, all of it.
1: Yeah. Mike, my, my, you don't put. I've had to jump, you know, my car a couple times, which is about as deep into car repair as I can go. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that's not car repair. It's not okay. No, uh, but. Now the the two places you put the thingies, you know mm-hmm, what I'm saying? Like, again, mm-hmm. I'm getting technical here if you're not a car yeah, the person places you not put the, thingies. the places you put the thingies yeah. are not next to each other on the battery anymore. I noticed There's that. There's one uh, like in one place and then you got to mm-hmm. reach down underneath the car to a completely different section of the no, engine block. I don't box. like that. Absolutely. There might be Ridiculous. things down there
0: that could cut your fingers off. That's what I think. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Call, that's why I go on my phone, I just go Uber yeah. and then, yeah. and then, yeah. and then yeah. I don't and I just, I just don't drive for a month or so. Yeah. Uh, my you know, car doesn't work. When uh, when Tanya when Tanya bought me, she bought this old truck, 1957, uh, and it's. I mean, the engine is huge, but it's. It just looks like there's nothing to it. You know what I mean? It's not. Mm-hmm. It's. It's all open. Yeah. You can get to any side, and the mm-hmm. truck is so damn big that you could probably almost stand next to the engine. In between, you know, inside under the hood, you could almost stand in there. And so when we first got it, uh, you know, I know nothing about cars. And so Rafe and I were looking at it and we, you know, he jumped up on the bumper and he was looking into the engine and I was telling him, you know, I think these are the cylinders in here. I think this is, yeah, I'm pretty sure. And these are the spark plugs. And then we got underneath the car and we were just laying there and we were just looking up at it. And he was like, what's that? And I'm like, no idea. <laughs> What's that? I I think that maybe turns the wheels. I'm not really I don't <laughs> the I'm not really sure. It's we a ended defibrillator. Up, we yeah. yeah, we ended up spending like 40 minutes just laying underneath the car. Uh and Tanya came out and she said, What the hell are you guys doing? And I said, We're just learning about the truck. She said, Neither of you know anything about it. Get up. But there was something about laying underneath the car and pretending that we did. Mm-hmm. That was kind of cool. good. Yeah. But I contend if I actually would have had to fix that truck and there was nobody else to fix it, it wouldn't have been a fun experience with me and my son. Not I would have all. I would have been I would have come out with a finger that was bleeding and I would have thrown not that wrench. <laughs> right. I would have been saying things at that level to him. Mm
1: hmm. Yeah, it's not, I mean, people glorify, you know, like sort of romanticize, I guess is the right yeah. word, of uh, manufacturing jobs. And it's like, well, you know, anyone losing their job, you don't want to lose your income, right? It doesn't mean that we should glorify manufacturing jobs as this thing that we want the entire economy to be based on in the future and make sure all of them return. For instance, I'd rather have, it, I mean, I think most people would rather have, if they had a choice between a manufacturing job and a job where they flap their fat mouth for three hours on radio, they're probably going to pick this one. Why? Because mm-hmm. you don't have to freaking get dirty. You don't have to get sweaty. You don't have to know what the hell you're doing. There's lots of benefits of this game. And two out of the three
0: have no calluses <laughs> on their hands, and the one who does has no, <laughs> idea, no idea how they
1: appeared. <laughs> <laughs> this I mean, is a really good thing, yeah. actually. That's
0: a good thing. Yeah. I like Menly it. But you,
1: men talk <laughs> on the yeah, program. But
0: you know what's interesting mm. is, is if you look at the stats that we went over yesterday, what is it 60 or 80% of jobs now are white collar in america mm. that is a huge difference and something that we all would have said is really really good mm-hmm. yeah i mean uh, yeah sure if that used mm-hmm. to be they used to
1: say oh you know what these low paying jobs now they're saying because manufacturing jobs has a really good political sort of connotation to yeah. it you're talking about things because it's like what you were talking you're about talking about people who men who actually look like men yeah men who, yeah exactly yeah. and it's and it's a great it's also though a but like uh, their jobs, people complained about, right? Yeah, people when they hated had them. them. Yeah, hated I mean, my dad I worked in a it. factory yeah. my whole life, and you think, oh, dang it, I'm sorry, right? Like you get it was right? something. I I mean, yeah, it was. They complained about it, and there's a nostalgia related to it. Just like you were talking about fixing cars, it's like we kind of like that. You get your hands dirty, you get in there, but it's a it's a picture. It's, it's not a in job in your head. you want yeah, yeah. your whole life. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. you wind up with you know long-term problems. Why do you think unions are always complaining that they need larger uh, health care plans and better pensions and things? It's not just because you know there are legitimate health problems that arise from many of those jobs. They're
0: difficult freaking jobs. My grandfather didn't have a finger. My, my grandfather had a finger cut off in, in mm-hmm. a job that he had. And it was just like... Oh yeah, I just lied. It was no big deal. I just lied. I mean, that's the way it used to be. <laughs> I know. No, 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 no. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was out and I was out with the tractor and we were I don't know what it is, but you got a spiky thing that goes off the side and it kind of fluffs up the fluffs up the hay. Sure that's not what it's Farmer Glenn? Is that you? Yeah, it's okay. me. It's mm-hmm. me. So we were fluffing the hay <laughs> fluffing the hay. You're fluffing the hay. And uh and uh it's no just, idea what you're talking about absolutely right now. Okay. no idea i know why we do it i just don't know what it's called okay okay so we're f- we're fluffing the hay you sound like every and liberal on guns right now i know okay. i know i know i know good thing is there's only about five farmers left in america so uh, uh so but it got it uh, some i can't remember it's been a few years something got uh tangled up or oh because the, the alfalfa it can mm-hmm. it can start to get caught up in this
1: like the fluffer. Hay, hay fluffer. <laughs> fluffer thing. Mm-hmm. Hey, fluffer. Okay. This is not a good All conversation.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> so so you know, you get out and you're immediately looking at it and you're like, okay, I've got mm-hmm. a but it's stopped. And if you don't if you don't turn the fluffer off, mm-hmm. it's just jammed. And you've got your hands and arms in there, and if the fluffer starts to fluff again, it's gonna rip your arms off. That's why farming is I, one of the most dangerous yeah, jobs you can have. It is. And <laughs> when you you know when you're <laughs> When you don't have a farmhand that you go, hey, the fluffer is stuck, uh, and then he gets out, and then you're logically just sitting there going, I don't know what to do, but you see him reach in, that's when you say, should I turn the fluffer off? I, and he's like, you didn't turn it off? Now, this is a very specific hypothetical situation. All right. But it could happen. I'm I have no idea if what you're <laughs> saying makes any sense, but I cannot
1: hear it in the context you mean it. I cannot. <laughs> and it's just not it's not helpful. Glenn Beck the Blaze radio
0: network.